episode 235 is, is, is sort of part two to the last episode. Actress, writer Polly Humphreys is joining me for part two. Um, say hi, Polly. You're here. Bonjour. This is this is the intro. <laughs> Typically, I record an intro, but I'm going to try something different here. And just we're just going to go right in. People just want to listen. So, part one of this two part series was was showering blandishments at Succession and why Succession I think is is so valuable to our culture and possibly one of the best, not possibly, definitely one of the best television shows I've ever watched. Um, so, part two of of the series is going to be a dive into Smartless, the documentary that just came out on, ironically, the Max show or the Max network. And I want to just give a little bit of perspective because, again, you know, one could just go onto Twitter and, and throw venom and vitriol at, at this, this Smartless documentary. And it's possible that Polly doesn't agree with me, but this is, this is sort of the preamble to the episode. So... I I started listening to the Smartless podcast, much like many of you, at the beginning of the pandemic. And I think it was the perfect break to what was going on culturally. It's three guys that are all friends and... You know, two of them kind of make fun of each other, and and Sean often, you know, uh, he doesn't he he sort of adds this um, levity to the show, or he, he's he's like, help me out, Polly. Why does Sean work? Because he's not like the jock guy, like like Will and, and Jason are. He has a different perspective. What what works with Sean on the show? Um. I mean, but it's not just Sean. It's the three of them. Yeah, but there's a certain dynamic that he adds that they don't have. What is it? Yeah, he adds the gayness. The gayness. Okay. (laughs) Maybe it's that simple. Um, Yeah. And... You know, I was reading a review about, about Smartlist that came up like a year ago. It also works because the Rolodex that those three guys have with their connections to Hollywood is obviously huge. And they were able to huge. bring they were able to bring on a huge library of guests. So it to me, it's not a very complicated recipe of why it worked. It worked because people were stuck at home. Uh, they all thought that we all thought we were going to die from this this awful virus. So if we're going to die in the next six months, well, let's just spend an hour and and listen to Will Ferrell talk. Um, Conan O'Brien, I think, was on the show, and it's 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 pretty. It was easy to digest. The other reason why I think it worked is because podcasts are an audio-only format, or at least that show is. And you can work while you're listening. You can drive while you're, while you're listening. You can do the dishes or vacuum or work out. It's an easy, audible-only form. So in contrast, and I'm... I'm I'm frustrated, and I'm probably going to sound a little negative here as I talk about my disdain, my utter disdain for this new documentary that came out that's documenting documenting the Smartless podcast. And I, I promise I'm almost done, Polly, with my preamble. Um, oh, and, my God. And, okay. And the, and the reason why look, – look, I want to enjoy something. I, I do think that their podcast Smartless, although – I've stopped listening to it because after a while, it's the same thing. 
it's it's five ten minutes of them bickering, and then Sean just ridiculous, just over the top kisses everybody's ass. And part of my issue with our society is we lionize actors too much. And I know that you might take that personally because you're an actor, but it's not just, it's people on TV. We culturally lionize people on TV way too much. And I think this podcast actually contributes to that lionization. So I'm excited to watch the show because Sam Jones, he's a director. He, he directed one of my favorite documentaries, I'm Trying to Break Your Heart, where he's talking about... Uh, Wilco. I don't love Wilco, but I certainly respect them. And, and I think that documentary is great. I think he, he also, he had this show called Off Camera on Audience where he ironically interviewed actors. And I, I thought it was fantastic. He's a photographer, a lot of the Rolling Stone uh, cover photos he does. So I was all in. But then I realized why the, the documentary, in my mind, doesn't work. They're only spending about five to 10 minutes on the Conan O'Brien. They're spending way too much time watching these three white guys complaining about like hamburgers and food and, and Jason Bateman's doing a food fight in the hotel. And they look like spoiled brats. And they're not funny. The reason why it's funny... um, on a podcast that you're listening to is because you're just listening to it and you're doing it while you're like doing the dishes or working. But if you're just sitting on the couch and watching grown men in their riding their bird scooters or in a hotel room complaining about the menu or then Jason Bateman, which I've, I've kind of had these impressions of Jason Bateman, but now they were actualized. I think he's a spoiled brat. And the way that he's talking to his taxi driver, and then he's trying to get into the gym at the Four Seasons, and the door isn't opening, and he's like, uh, still red, not working, still red, still red, still red. It's like, do you realize, like whoever decided to create this show, I think, is is off their rocker. It has no self-awareness because just throwing, last point, showing three guys, uh, it, like getting into the four seasons is is like, we don't need to watch that. It's, it's, it's the self-awareness. It, it comes across as so self-indulgent and just uninteresting. So there you go. I know, big preamble. Oh wow. How are you going to follow that up? Are you done? <laughs> Okay, a couple of things. So I definitely disagree with you. Um, and as you know, when but I you watched, did it at first on right, the first episode, right. what changed? When I watched, when I watched the first episode, mm-hmm. it seemed contrived. You know, the bird scooters, the you know the um, the dumb comments about uh, landmarks in DC. It felt to me. Like the producers were going like, oh, my God, you know, say something stupid about the Washington Monument. And they were like, yeah, yeah, good idea. Yeah, Um, that's a good point. But I don't think, Eddie Cohn, they made this documentary for you. They made because it's not about the guests. The guests are for the podcast. Interesting. It is about the three of them. And a couple of things are going on here. Don't uh, let me fit. But go ahead. Go ahead. Get up of your mouth. Sorry. So, so number one, they have a fan base 
that is incredibly devoted to them, loves the three of them to death. And this is where you and I probably do agree. I think someone went, you know, let's make something that does more with their personal relationship around the making of this show. Let's A, take them on tour, and B, make a documentary about it so that all those people who follow them on Facebook and on Twitter Mm -hmm. and post pictures of themselves, you know, and, and like there, I mean, there's a, it's a huge um, and very loving fan base. They would, you know, they, they've been waiting for this. Secondly, part of what makes the podcast work is the chemistry between the three of them. They actually have been friends for, you know, a million years. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and so a lot of what happens in the podcast, it, it has to do with, you know, their discussion with the guest, but it also has to do with whatever they're talking uh, to each other about, about the guest or about, you know, the way they behave around the guest. And, if you don't like um, any any of the three of them, that's your problem. You know, well, I, no, I do. Big, I do like them. But well, no, you. I mean, no, that's not true. Of- no, I, I, I think I like them. I like Will Will Arnett as an actor, and I also think he's really funny. I, I like Jason Bateman and in Ozark. Don't really know Sean Hayes at all. Uh, I do know he was on that big show on NBC. He was on Will and Grace. But I don't think I liked them and their childish behavior and right. and so ego, he, he, ego maniacal behavior when I started watching watching them. I was sort of like, here's an opportunity to sort of maybe learn a little. Like there was a moment where they explained why the or how the podcast started, right. where where Will was going to make it about addiction, and then mm-hmm. it sort of evolves into this this thing. And I actually right. thought that was a moment that was real. But everything else where they're like trying to get into the gym and they're having food fights and they're just bickering and complaining, there, dude, there's nothing look, endearing about that. A, a documentary about, um, you know, Justin Bieber is not for you either. No, but I just watched the, the, the I just watched the documentary on Pink on Amazon. I'm not a Pink fan, but I thought that was actually really well done because I think the I think Polly and I don't know if you'll be able to see this, the ego of those two, not Sean, the ego of Will and Jason and sort of the um the privilege, the irony, the privilege that it just it oozes off the like. Do they realize how lucky they are? It, there's like the idea that they think that them talking about the menu on four, at four seasons, the idea that they think them sitting around eating food and exercising, like that that is interesting. Like to me, that is dumbing down their audience. I uh, I I mean. I think if you um, are a regular member of their audience, a lot of what happens on that show 
is about what they ordered for lunch and you didn't like it and you never like cucumbers and yeah, but yeah. Da, 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 da. you know, uh, there's a, it, it wasn't smartless. It was during the pandemic. I think it was one of the late night hosts. I think it was Jimmy Kimmel um, was zooming with Will Arnett and as a thank you, and Will Arnett, I think, was stepping in at the last minute for someone or something, but he had, Jimmy Kimmel had sent him a meal. Hmm. He sent him like a steak and a salad. And so they'd got the two boxes and Will Arnett, as a bit, started eating the fucking steak while they were doing the thing and commenting on it and like talking about blue cheese. Like this is part of what they do. Um, and for the people that, that really love them, it was just getting deeper into that stuff. You know, they, they, they rib each other about what they're eating. The whole thing with Jason Bateman and, you know, always eating salads and being worried about pooping and all of that stuff. That's part of what, the appeal is to the people that listen to them regularly. It's getting more into what makes what happens between them in the podcast. So funny. And there it, it is, it is reinforcing that this is what their friendship is actually like. It's not just for the podcast. Totally valid. Totally valid. And, And the thing is, is that to me, to your earlier point, this is just a ching. ching Like it I, is a ching. I know. It, I last little point here. I already knew that they like talking about poop and golf, and Sean eats really badly, um, and and Jason's trying to stay thin and eat salads because I do listen to the podcast that when they do have the guests on that you know they had Bono or no they yeah they had Bono on and they had the yeah. smile on or Tom York. I mean, I certainly. They're terrible interviewers, but it doesn't even matter because right. It's that's they aren't they aren't Mark Maron. No, of course not. My, my boyfriend, that's Mark right, Maron. Boyfriend, Mark that's Maron. for another time. That's an, but, they, but they aren't Mark Maron. But, I, but they me, but go ahead. the people that are listening to them, maybe they listen to Mark Maron separately. But they're not they're not listening to you know, to to experience an in-depth interview. But here's the thing. It's that, like being at a party with yes, these guys. But here's the thing that I don't think they thought about or they didn't care about. A podcast is a completely different thing than asking somebody to sit on a couch and watch it. And listening to them bicker for five, 10 minutes, that's it, is easy to do. And, and listening to Conan O'Brien for 50... Five minutes, who's freaking hysterical, is really easy to do. But to watch them bicker and act like children for the majority of the visual, and then only have Conan O'Brien on for like five, ten minutes, who is by far the funniest part of that episode, to me is a huge mistake on the creators. And I don't think they either cared, or to your earlier point, they're thinking their audience is all in already and they're just going to gobble it up. And I, yeah, I they, maybe they, I, they I don't they want... did not make this show for you. No, but, but that's I but again someone else someone I don't else know if I agree with you. Make... Because I, I am I am a fan of the Smartless show a little bit. I listen I listen to probably but, 50... but you're a fan a little bit. Yeah, you're a fan okay. a little bit. 
You know, I I would venture wait, a guess wait, hold on. So that, before that you... if someone made <laughs> yeah. a a documentary about someone something that you are really invested in and it wasn't as serious as it might be. It didn't get as deep as it could get. You'd still be into it. This isn't a documentary yeah. about the show. This is a documentary about the three of them. But okay, that's okay. So here's an earlier point that I said to you on the phone. I, again, think. It's thoughtless and egomaniacal. The three of them are very talented when they have a Broadway show to perform. Will Arnett is incredibly funny when he's on that show. And obviously Jason Bateman is a great director. I don't know if I love his acting, but he's a great director and he's been on incredible shows. But them riffing for 45, 50 minutes, I don't think they're good at that at all. And I think Conan O'Brien, hang on, I think Conan O'Brien is great at that because he has that thing that they don't have. He's, he is on another level. You know, Howard Stern is on another level when it comes to interviewing. I mean, I'm just throwing his name out. I don't think, even with Sam Jones, even though it's black and white, and let's just make it black and white because that's what we need to do to make it seem cool and creative. I just don't think the three of them Although Sean Hayes is a brilliant actor, and he's, I know he has a play in Chicago right now. Will, as I said, Will Arnett's funny. I don't think he has they, a play on Broadway on in Bro New York. It's yeah, I, he's brilliant. He's great at doing that thing. I just, I think it was short sighted. But again, I don't think I'm more sophisticated than the smart list listener. I just don't think it's very good. And, and, and I don't think they're very good at doing that. They're very good at acting and et cetera, but they're not the level of like the Conan O'Brien when it comes to just like being spontaneous and funny. I, I'm just, I yeah. mean, no, I, I keep going back to what we're talking about is taste. It's a matter of taste. They're, what they are doing doesn't appeal to you. And that's fine. Yeah. It doesn't have to uh, because it appeals to a large enough section of, again, this, you know, very devoted fan base who love to hear these guys give each other shit about what they're eating or about what they're pooping but or, again, you know, but or about golf. But, 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 but then wait. to ask people to watch that also, I think yes. is, is very egocentric. It's a, it, it, look, it's, a, it's not, it, it, first of all, all three of them say more than once in the documentary, I can't believe we're doing this. That's true. I can't believe we're doing the tour. I can't believe we're making this documentary. Does anybody want to watch it? But somewhere on their team, you know, someone was like, oh, believe me, there's an audience for this. And sure enough, with the tour, you know, they had that one where they had an academic on and it didn't go well and Twitter was destroying them. And then triumphantly, you know, they came back and they had David Letterman and they had all these people and it was, you know, fantastic. And, you know, and they and through it all, the three amigos uh, stayed true to their relationship to one another 
Uh, and all of the people that, that really love them were delighted. Yeah. They, and they even showed, you know, lots of bad moments. A woman who chased after their car in New York uh, to tell them that she was so disappointed, so fucking disappointed that she came all the way to see them and she got AOC. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. That would be funny. Yeah. yeah. That was that was fucking hilarious, you know? Um, and Will Arnett is like, oh, okay, thanks. Sorry about that. Oh, my God. You know? Uh, it is, I think that it is, and, you know, I didn't feel this way after the first episode, but I actually think it is well done and it's it is created for a very very specific audience because it's not like it's a little niche audience they, they've got a huge global audience for huge, this huge of course yes yeah so i just think the you know we talk about thought and i do, i think the only here's the thing i think the main thought was Cha-ching. Yeah. Because we just are going to show them being goofballs, and that's enough. And I guess, and this is something that I talk a lot about, and we'll maybe leave it here. My time I place at a very high value. Like, right. again, my time is limited. I'm getting older. And I can I can listen to the Smartless podcast while I'm working or while I'm jogging or doing the dishes. But to ask me... To sit on the couch for 45 minutes, it needs to be something that is succession or that like that world or or even a great documentary about Alanis Morissette. It's got this to me. It's just not even coming close to that. But what I am saying to you is they didn't ask you to do that. Yes. They've got plenty of people who couldn't wait to do that. It It's not for you, you know, like. Fucking, you bring up Alanis Morissette. I fucking cannot stand Alanis Morissette. She's right. never, and I, I guaranteed, I would think that a documentary about Alanis Morissette was not worth my time. You know, right? So you you're you're kind of a fan of the podcast. You're iffy about Jason Bateman. You kind of think Sean Hay is is does a little too much ass kissing. Yeah. So this isn't the documentary for you, and that's okay. But I'm I do gonna think. But I do think will love. <laughs> Wait, say that it again. It will be about Leo, your cat, and Tom. No, York. but I do love. I I love Will Arnett, and I certainly love Ozark. But that's not up for that's, you, clearly. I just I have a hard time. And I feel like you felt it too in the first episode. When you have three rich white guys, privileged, who are, you were watching them being critical about the minutia. I think it's turned, I'll be curious, I haven't read any reviews. I think it's a huge turnoff. And I was immediately turned off when, I, when I'm seeing them being. I don't, here's the, okay, I just let me say this. Yeah. I don't think, I, 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 you know, in theory, that is true for me too, and probably for a lot of the people who actually do like the show. But that's not the 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 um, focus of this thing. It is about you know how they behave when they are on the road in their private plane or at the Four Seasons or whatever. They still are the three 
of them doing the shit that they do with each other. You know, the privilege of it, I mean, it's the same, you know, if you watch a documentary about Beyonce and Jay-Z, they are certainly living high off the hog. You know, you see that as well. Um, but but they're, the, the privilege isn't the turnoff or the turn on. The the in when you're watching something about people who are living in that world, um, the turn off or the turn on is how you feel about them. What the what the documentary shows you, and what this documentary decided to do was just showcase the relationship between the three of them. And that was, you know, again, it was it was not it was not meant to create new lovers of the show or new lovers of the three of them. Yeah. It was meant to service the people who wanted to see them sitting there <laughs> eating hamburgers, eating hamburgers and There's... pooping with the door open, you know, well, you know, it's interesting I don't, we all have a radar, a shit detector. We all have instinct. We all have vibes. We all have feelings about certain people that come into our life. And there's something about Will Arnett and Sean Hayes that they feel like they um, realize how lucky they are. And there's Mm -hmm. a certain level of humility that, that I feel when I hear them on the podcast, and then when I watch them. Jason Bateman, I'm telling you, I feel it when I listen, and I, it's, a, it's reaffirmed. We may meet one day, and maybe we'll, like, he'll hate me. I, I don't know. But he comes across as a spoiled brat and, and, wow. e- and egomaniacal. I just feel like he, is, he feels like, oh, I was a child actor. And and you should love me. It just I, I that energy just exudes off the screen, and and we'll, we'll we'll see if other people feel the same way. Yeah, I I mean I I don't get that from him. Um, Any I, I don't I don't get a different vibe from him than from the other two. Okay, they all seem like people that have worked in the business, and you know part of part of the thing with Jason Bateman is that the other two bring it up all the time that he's. <laughs> had a life in show business yeah. and that his experience is different from other people's. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just, that I, I don't, I don't get that vibe from him. And I also, I think I like him more as an actor than you do. You know, uh, uh, he, he is one of those actors whose personality is a, is a, even, you know, when he does comedy and it was true in Ozark too, that sort of cynical, uh, mm-hmm. Jason Bateman um, flavor yeah. is what makes him interesting. He's interesting as an actor because he is Jason Bateman. Yeah. And uh, and that can maybe, you know, it's a little fingernails on a blackboard for you, clearly, whereas for me, it's fingers on a harp. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, um I think this was really good. I, 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 yeah. I, you know, it probably is better conversation it, because if you would have just 
because look the, at it. Look at it this if way. You would have just agreed with me people, for a half hour. You know, this would have been boring. Right. Oh, absolutely. But I what mean, were you, you going to say? I figured. No, I was just going to say that you know our fan base is going to fucking love this. Yeah. And either and people are going to be all three of them. <laughs> Leo? <laughs> yes, Leo and and Nelly. Emmy and and Nelly. And Emmy, yeah. 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 Well, people are going to be team Polly or people will be team Eddie. You know, it's it maybe and a lot of people may not be so obsessed with time and like it's weird. I I'm just so um just annoyingly anal about making sure every minute of my day is like effective and You are. And I am. Much I'm weird more than I. Yeah. And and I will say this too, like the the reason that after that first episode I was like, I don't think I'm gonna So and what made I, you go back? What made me go back was and you know, living alone. I will often if I'm doing something that is like I was cooking, I was making chicken soup and chopping up all this stuff. I will turn on something. I'll either listen to music mm-hmm. or turn on something that I don't have to really pay attention to. So not something that's plot driven. You know, it's it's how I've watched um, many things that we won't discuss because I'm embarrassed about watching them. <laughs> but I, you know, uh, but yeah. I decided I was like, you know, I'll do the next episode of this thing while I'm making the soup. And I was I was hooked. I uh, hook dish. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, it's not as bad as I thought. And then I watched another one and then I got it. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah. This, yes, this totally is a kaching, but it's a charming, interesting, funny kaching that I can completely, you know, give my, my time uh, felt well spent. Yeah. F- f- uh, well, oh, no, no. My time felt okay spent, spent okayly. 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 It's weird. Like I don't, I don't see charm when I see three guys ordering overpriced uh, room service at the Four Seasons. I know. I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see charm. <laughs> I know. I, I'm sorry. I just, that, yeah, that's the last word that comes to mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. But hey, you know, we'll agree to disagree. And um, I'm never coming on this fucking thing again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's okay. No, I know you will because we, yeah, you know, I, I always love our conversations. I, I that's the one Definitely. thing I miss about you know working in the same room is that that um, I, I don't have these conversations as much. Yeah, and I think it's it's good to have. I they they certainly make me feel fuller and I, and it, it 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 energizes the capillaries and 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 the cells when when I get engaged in these types of talks so I think this is totally. good yeah yeah you don't you we're don't good, fe- we're, you, we're good for each other you don't feel the same you're like oh my god no I, yeah, where's no, my, I totally where's, do where's my watch <laughs> yeah yeah exactly all right moving on so this is um don't say goodbye but let's say good, we'll do a podcast goodbye. This is episode 235. Polly, join me for part two of the downward facing spiritual spiral as I examine how technology is not only affecting our society, but also the creative craft. Um, if you enjoy the show, write the review, share it with your friends, and I'll be back with Larissa Corso. Actually, she's my next guest. I'll probably throw in a podcast there before that. But Polly, thanks for joining me on part two. You're welcome. (laughs) And I'll see you all very soon.